Hey mamas, you're listening to the Whole Mama Podcast with Jenna Gibbons. We'll talk all things motherhood and how to build a solid foundation for our children. Our goal is to empower and educate and provide the tools to embrace motherhood and raise compassionate and confident lifelong learners. We believe that as mamas, we need to give ourselves some grace, and our children deserve the best education. I'm your host, Jenna Gibbons, recording right from my barn outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So throw something comfy on and grab a mug of your favorite drink, and let's get started. We have so much to talk about. Thanks for joining me today. It is Thursday, uh, almost the end of the week. I hope you're doing well. This is episode number 22, uh, titled it, The Struggle is Real, Ways to Manage Our Mom Guilt. Oh my goodness. I know that um, this is hitting home for many, and I hope that this episode not only helps you, but I know it's helping me. Uh, I hope you're doing well. I'm about to make myself some coffee. It is that time in the afternoon. My little one is napping. And then my um, my oldest is going to be home soon. So as you know, with some of these episodes, I am going to keep moving along here just in case I have to. And short, because that's mom life, right? Um, so yes, so mom guilt, I feel like is just a huge topic to talk about. And I don't even think I'll get to everything today that I want to say, but it's been on my mind and my heart and I feel like it just... Um, needs to happen. So this may be one of many episodes about mom guilt. So the first thing that I wanted to share is a quote that I found. And there's a couple things that I've shared throughout this that I've been that I looked up. So I can't take credit for it, but uh, surely felt like I needed to share it. And, um, you know, so I'm going to give credit to all of those and just felt like it was important to share, kind of incorporate into this episode. So the first one is a quote, Um, from OurParentPlace.com, and it is this. The very fact that you worry about being a good mom means that you are one. And that's by Jodi Picoult, I think her name is. Yeah, Jodi Picoult. So the fact that you're even worrying about being a good mom, you are a good mom because you're worrying, (laughs) right? I think like, I don't know. I think motherhood is just, I don't know. Just You just start worrying all the time, I think. It's just endless worrying. And it's, it is... That's what motherhood's about, but making sure that we're worrying about things um, that that are worth worrying about, right? So I want to going to say a couple things here, and I bet you you have thought or felt it, some, if not all, of these, right? I work too much. 
I don't work enough. I'm not crafty enough. I'm on my phone too much. I'm not the fun mom. I'm being selfish for wanting a day for myself. I work too late. I don't buy organic food. I buy organic food. My kids aren't active enough. My kids are too busy. I shouldn't go to the gym. I'm not doing enough for my baby. My child doesn't know the alphabet like the other kids. I'm missing important milestones. I'm going on a girl's trip for the weekend. Maybe I shouldn't go. I feel guilty for not wanting any more children. I mean, it goes on and on and on, right? In fact, mom guilt starts far before we even give birth. What prenatal vitamins do you take? What do you eat? How much do you exercise? What's your birth plan? Then you give birth, and it just continues. Breastfeeding or formula? Passy or no passy? Or when do I end the passy? What kind of diapers or baby food you should buy? Then you're trying to pull yourself back together to be who you used to be before kids, which is silly because motherhood changes you. That is a big one for me. Like, oh, I just want to get back to the, my, my, you know, pre-baby body. I had two kids. Like, <laughs> that. your body changes. I mean, and I literally have to keep telling myself that. I am not what I used to be, but I gave life to two, two humans. Like, let it, like, I gotta, like, let it go. I can be healthy and take care of myself, but I am different physically, and I'm different emotionally, and I'm different. I mean, all these things, you are different. I have to tell myself, let it go, right? And then after that, then you're hoping your toddler isn't the biter, right? Or the pincher or the hitter. Then whether or not your your child starts reading or writing in time or, you know, I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And then on top of that, we're bombarded daily on social media with pictures and videos of other moms doing amazing things. And that's a fantastic that they're doing amazing things you're doing amazing things too right and the thing is is that those pictures and videos show just the surface of everyone's lives right we don't know what struggles or challenges they're facing and we also can't compare ourselves to others because every family is different every parenting style is different every child is different and every mother is different right so Like we just, we, and I think also, which I think I'm going to mention a little later, but like we used to compare ourselves to celebrities, right? And now with social media, we're comparing ourselves to neighbors and friends now. So it's like, I mean, it's all over. And so it's, I felt like this episode was so important for us to just start giving ourselves a little bit of a break, right? So think about what you say to yourself every day. We are our toughest critic. I know I am. And so one of the things that um, that I want to emphasize and I actually have done for myself is giving yourself permission. Giving yourself permission. Give yourself permission to fail, to be messy, to make mistakes. Give yourself permission to sit down and rest and not feel guilty about it. Um, one of a uh, amazing woman, Kathy Heller, she does a lot of um, helping you start your own business and doing your life's calling, and she's an amazing podcast. But one of the things that she talks about is giving your pers- yourself permission in terms of, of her audience of fi- figuring out what 
you're meant to do. Well, and the same thing with motherhood. And for me, I had to do this a couple weeks ago, is giving myself permission to just be and to rest and not feel like I have to go, go, go all the time. It's exhausting and I will literally wear myself out and so will you, right? So when you're thinking about guilt or feeling bad about something, obviously decide if, if you've done something you know, wrong or, or, or whatever and learn from that and, and grow. But it, think about if you're feeling guilt about something that makes you grow and push yourself in a positive way, that, se- that seems productive to me. But if you're feeling guilt over and over again and you start to move to negative feelings and thoughts about yourself that you know, in an unhealthy way where you're just beating yourself up about everything. And if it like literally is something that you can, that, you know, that you have control and makes your life, makes maybe pushes you to be your best self or something like that in a positive way, then yeah, like that makes total sense that if, if you wanted, you know, to encourage yourself to do whatever. Maybe I want to, wow, that mom is doing really cool stuff. I'm going to try to be more creative, but it's, if it's in a healthy and productive way. So I think identifying that first. And then let's take a look at a couple things that um, I know that I'm trying to do myself that may also help serve you in this crazy uh, mom guilt world okay so what number one is obviously taking care of yourself you will be a better you and you'll be a better mom for your children and just a better person in your home right you're going to be happier and I think it's funny um, I was reading an article that you know the um, airline staff were almost kind of giving us some great parenting advice right someone uh, one authors of these articles said that like you know you put the air mask on yourself first before helping others and like there are many times I think growing up you know I want I was taught to give and to help others and and not you know and so I felt like my initial thought when they said that I was like gosh I'm being really selfish by putting that mask on myself first but really it's if, if you can't breathe, how, how in the world are you going to help someone else to breathe? So you have to take care of yourself and, and you know, so that you can help others. So um, I made a note here for myself to say a little louder for the people in the back because I really feel that you need to repeat this to yourself because I do, that it is okay to take care of yourself, right? And even to say it out loud to your children and, you know, and your husband and, and that way you can hear it too. Say, like, for example, if you're going you know, for a girl's weekend, which I know is hard right now. But, you know, if you were doing that or if you were going to like get your hair done and say, mommy is going to go take this time for herself, you know, it might not sound like a fun thing for you to do, but this is fun for mommy and it's going to make me feel better and and be happier. And, you know, I mean, you can talk through it so that you're also making yourself understand that it's okay right and um speaking of the hair salon i was looking up i don't know if you know she's on instagram uh, maya i think it's Vorderstrasse, and she is known for her funny letterboard messages and she had a post about waiting like 19 months to get her hair done and if you've ever felt that pang of guilt when you head to this hair salon or to go to get a massage or something that you desperately need why do we do that to ourselves and that's what she said finally she's like you know i, I don't I had so many excuses as to why I wasn't going. And it's like, same thing. Like, And then when you're there, I don't know if you've done this too, I th- I'm sitting there getting trying to relax and I keep worrying and thinking about, you know, like, and then I'm, I'm just, it's just like a vicious cycle. So it's one of those things where like where you're, you know, I think I've talked about before being present with your kids when you're with them is that being present with yourself when you have that time. 
And I know it's hard because I really struggle with that. But trying to find ways in, in I'm going to talk a little bit about having a credo for yourself that this is this is healthy. Like this time for me is important and I need to focus on me and, and really try to push those thoughts aside and enjoy that moment. Um, because that's why you're there, right? You're there to enjoy yourself and to feel good. And if, if you're not doing that, then why go, right? So really take that time for yourself. And I really think too that, you know, God would want us to invest in ourselves so that we can fully invest in our children, right? So we need to stop feeling guilty if we need to, you know, take a drive to the grocery store and go, you know, pick up our groceries or, or whatever you're doing. I know it's, again, a crazy time or go for a walk by yourself while your husband's watching the kids or if you're, you know, if you're in a single home, if a relative is watching them or whatever, like if you need that time, I truly believe God wants us to invest in ourselves so that we can be our full selves for our children. And then there's a whole other thing about working and not, you know, working and not working. Some moms are working, some are not working and are stay-at-home moms. Some are working part-time, some are starting a business. And it's the same, you know, the same back and forth. It is your decision of whether what's best for your family to work or to stay home or to start a business or, you know, whatever it is in your life that, that is your, you know, situation. And I think it's important to remember, though, that your in, I, entire identity you know, can be, can be comprised of, of obviously being a parent, but also of other things, you know, whatever that may be, maybe it's a sport that you play, or maybe it's a a business you're starting, or, or maybe it's working out and feeling good. I mean, I think that's part of your identity too, right? You are a parent for sure. But I think we have to remember too, that there's more to us, um, you know, than, than being a parent. I mean, it's the most important thing, right? We want to be the best that we can and everything, but you also have some things that make you happy and, and you should definitely recognize those. So I hope that all makes sense. (laughs) Um, so the second thing I want is that we have, uh, that I want to talk about is that we have to recognize that perfection is truly unattainable. And I also have a hard time with this. You know, you want to be this perfect, parent and I mean that is just not realistic and it's exhausting um and so I found this interesting um thing in an article uh by Nicole uh, Rogers founder and executive director of Family Story um which is an organization that highlights the many different ways to be a family and passed some advice um she got from her mom and I thought it was interesting to share this so she said my own mother always said to me that the best way to survive and thrive as a working mom um but I think you know this can apply to part-time working moms or you know moms who are at home is that is to get comfortable not giving 100% to everything all the time. So right, so that can apply even if you're staying at home, right? And remembering that 80% is usually enough. Like giving 100% of everything, I struggle with this all the time. And in fact, my husband had me sit down one day and write, I give my pers- myself permission. And if, if you need to do this for yourself, I highly suggest it because I still have my note that I look at. Give yourself permission to not be 100% at everything. It's not possible. <laughs> It's not. So why do we keep trying to do that, right? Throw the, away the idea of perfect, basically, is what she was saying. And another thing that she recommended is removing the word should from your vocabulary. I, I Many times, oh, I should, I should do this, or I should do that, or I should take, take that out. Like, just take it out, right? And remember that those days when you feel inadequate or not enough, that 
everyone has messy moments too. Even the most perfect mom you see on Instagram or Facebook or whatever platform you're looking at, right? It's part of that journey and it makes us better mothers to have messy days, right? I learn every day from something I did wrong (laughs) to do better next time, right? And let's talk about social media for a second because I know that it is, it is in our lives every day, right? I mean, I've tried really hard to step away from it for a little while, um, you know, but it's still there. And we constantly compare ourselves to the mom, you know, maybe showing off her body after her baby, which amazing, fantastic for her, or the Pinterest perfect birthday party, right? Um, And I think that, you know, it's just important to recognize that, like, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes or, um, or anything about someone's life. And, and I hope that I would be in a group of friends, you know, who if whatever was making me happy and thriving and healthy and, and content, like that I would have, you know, people cheering me on and, 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 you know, but I'd never want to make someone feel like they were comparing to me or making whatever my successes were was not making someone else feel horrible right and and so we'd never want to feel that way but I mean and, and I think social media makes it very hard because I think you're you're constantly seeing videos and pictures of people who you feel are living better lives than you and we just that is just not true and we don't know because we don't know what is going on in, in the you know millions of homes across the country right and so it, this article that I was reading also made a good point that we aren't just comparing ourselves to celebrities anymore. Like I said earlier, we're comparing ourselves now to our neighbors and friends. And, you know, and then you're saying to yourself, well, why can't I just get it together? So I think it's really important. And this is my number three is surrounding yourself with your people. Because even if you're feeling that way by looking at social media, if you have a strong support system around you that encourages you and and supports what you're doing in your life, I feel like there's a that's a good balance. So like even if you are seeing those things on Pinterest or social, you know, inst- Instagram or, you know, wherever you are spending your time or even just out in in life, right? If you're constantly seeing that, but then you also have a wonderful support system who encourages you and reminds you how much of a good mom you are because you are then I feel like, you know, I, I don't know, that's one of my words this year, I think, is having a balance. Because balance kind of just evens out, and, and I think it serves as a good reminder that, you know, in, in many ways that we know sometimes we have good days, sometimes we have bad days, right? There's a balance there. Um, and I think with having the people in your life, you have to have, you know, whether that's one person, two people, or a whole, whole group of, of individuals in your life that really, truly, you know, encourage you and motivate you and make you push forward to do to do even better and to to live a good life right um so number four was um and this is the same article was creating an anti-mommy guilt credo so i think this was really a really good idea because i think sometimes we have to really instead of just saying it we have to write it and put it into action and so she had some great uh, brainstorming questions like what motivates you to get out of bed and head to the office or just get your day going if you're staying at home every day what are your big accomplishments and why should the world know about them and you know what are your what are your values what you know both professionally and personally and you know why do you choose to you know stay home or why do you choose to be a working mom and you know take those answers and kind of help yourself make 
make a statement, you know, that you can tell yourself when that guilt starts to, you know, kind of spill over, right? And I really do think she says, and I agree with this, that it gives you the willpower to move past that guilt and reassure yourself that you're making the right choice, right? So I think, you know, putting it, writing it down and making yourself accountable to say, okay, I'm having a rough time right now. Let me remind myself who I am, what I believe, and why I'm a, I'm, I'm a good mom and I'm doing what I know is right. Because at the end of the day, when I started The Whole Mama, and, and if you look on my website, I say that over and over is that you are you are your children's mother, right? And you are the whole mother for them. And your experiences, your values, your parenting style is going to be different from your next door neighbor, from your sister, from, you know, you know, from your mom, from your best friend. And, and I really truly believe that God gave you all of those pieces so that you could parent your children. Every family is different. And to compare ourselves and to get put guilt on ourselves, I feel is just an unhealthy process. And I am fully and a hundred percent guilty of this because, you know, it's just one of those things I think we do as moms. And so I hope that this episode at least helps reassure you that you are not alone and that, um, you know, there are ways to kind of get through this and these feelings. And so number five, and I know this is easier, so the done is letting it go. <laughs> but let me explain why I wrote this one and why I've, I've wanted to mention this today is that I, during my life, I feel like I have spent a lot of time worrying. And I still do worry a lot. Um, but I'm hope I feel like I'm not as much, um, you know, and I would worry over like this, the silliest things when I look back now, you know, I would worry about upsetting someone, I'd worry about saying no, I'd worry about, well, did I not do a good enough job? Or I wasn't quite perfect enough. And like, you know, all of these different things. And it was so exhausting, and time consuming, right. And, you know, now with having kids, as I've said before, time is precious, like they, you know, one day are, you know, drinking from a bottle the next day they're in kindergarten and then they're learning to drive like so I think if anything to help us remember that we don't want to look back as best we can and again I'm not saying that we're not ever going to feel guilty because we still will (laughs) that's I think just what we do however if we can find a way you know to minimize how much guilt we feel and how heavy it is on our heart you know, I think that we will look back so that we don't feel guilty for feeling guilty all the time. I don't want to look back and say, oh my gosh, I spent that whole birthday party feeling bad that I can't do a party like that. Or, you know, I felt that whole vacation, I felt bad because, you know, my, my son, son isn't quite swimming as well yet. Or, you know, whatever it is, it's, I hope that makes sense. But I think it's just one of those things where we have to recognize our what, how we're feeling and if anything if we feel that way say okay let's think of this in a positive way how maybe I'll you know have my son sign up for, for some lessons and and make it more of a positive outcome I guess instead of making it just us feel bad about who we are as a person and as a mother so I hope that I hope that makes sense but I just think you know that time with our children I don't want to look back and think oh my goodness I worried so much and I shouldn't have been worrying. It was kind of just wasted time, right? So I wanted to leave you with this one last um, quote and it's by the Housewife Plus. And I loved it because it just is a very, very good reminder of what pers- of perspective, right? And I think we're so involved in our home life with our kids and, and all these things and worrying and then we forget what our kids see. 
because our kids are not seeing what we're feeling. I mean, they may see that we're upset about something and that, that kind of thing. But a lot of the things I think as moms, we internalize. And so they're not seeing what we think they see or, you know, what we're feeling. And the quote is this. It says, I remind myself every day that the version of motherhood in my head, the mom guilt, the imperfection, the worry, isn't the same version of motherhood that my kids see. A mom who loves them fully and forever, no matter what. And it's so true that, you know, they, 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 they know you're there and you're there for them. And I think that we just internalize all these feelings of guilt and they're just glad that we're their mom and that we're making the mac and cheese and going to watch a movie together. You know, it's like I said in my last episodes, kids teach us so much. And I think we just overcomplicate a lot. And so I hope that if anything, this episode, again, reminds you that you aren't alone in feeling this. And sadly, I don't think it's going to go away, but I think that we can manage it so that we can live our lives fully for our children. And um, I will put links to some of the research that I, I guess, the articles I read um, in the show notes. And um, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of the week and weekend with your family. And I look forward to talking with you next week. Have a great day. Bye. Hey mama, thank you for joining me at the barn today for the whole mama podcast. I hope you've laughed, reflected and learned something valuable to take home to your family. I'll meet you right back here next week. And in the meantime, focus on these important things. Take care of yourself. Read daily with your children and find times throughout the day to truly be present with your family. This time is precious, so we must embrace those moments and be intentional about it. Lastly, remember to find those things that bring you joy daily. That cup of coffee, those comfy leggings, that song or that scripture, or even that glass of wine. Whatever it is, make sure you find that daily joy for yourself. You deserve it, Mama. If you enjoy this show, please consider supporting it and click the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes. For more content, community, and connection, please subscribe to receive a monthly Whole Mama newsletter at my blog at IamTheWholeMama.com and follow me on social media. Thank you again for joining me today, and I'll meet you right back here for our next episode at The Whole Mama.